0: no disclaimers it's been a little while about a month or so happy to be back episode five uh live and coming at you enjoy
1: Nobody Nobody else. all you other motherfuckers get out of my business perhaps
2: i was blind
1: to the facts stabbed in the back i couldn't trust my own home sister but it's dirty facts Will i succeed paranoid from the weed and hope all to folks but I can't see And in my mind I'm a blind man doing time Look to my future cause my past Is all behind me, is it a crime To fight for what is mine Everybody's done. tell me what's the use in trying I've been trapped since birth Cautious cause I'm cursed And fantasies of my family in the hurts. And they say it's the white man I should fear But it's my own kind Doing all the killing here I can't lie, ain't no love for the other side Jealousy inside, make a wish I died Oh my lord Tell me what I'm living for. Everybody's dropping, got me knocking on heaven's door. In all my memories, i see seeing brothers bleed. And everybody grieves, but still nobody sees. Recollect like, like your thoughts, don't get caught up in the mix. Cause the media is full of dirty tricks. Only God can judge me. It's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> Only God can judge me. can make it got a body full of bullet holes laying here. Niggas still uh, can't breathe. Something's evil in my IV. Cause every time I breathe, I think they're killing me. I'm having nightmares, homicidal fantasies. I wake up strangling, dangling my bed sheets. I call a nurse cause it hurts to reminisce. How did it come to this? I wish they didn't miss. Somebody help me, tell me where to go from here. Cause even thugs cry, but do the Lord care. Trying to remember, but it hurts. So I'm walking through the cemetery. My hey, hate dear mama, can you say me? And fuck peace, cause the streets got our way We gotta eat, no more hesitation. eat in every black male's trap. And they wonder why we suicide a running round strap. Mr. Police, please try to see that it. a million motherfuckers dressing just like me. Only dog can judge
0: me. I didn't wanna cut God Pac off early, dude. He was just flowing. I am Carl Frank Steiner. Kind of live coming back at you. Gosh, it has been a minute. So, so psyched to be back in the house. Uh, you know, what, what do we got planned for tonight? I'm uh, not really sure. It was... Uh you know, a little bit strewn together, you may say, but I am I am excited. I got a, a good man in the hot seat. My first uh, maybe suedo celebrity, you could say. Ladera Sueto celeb. i <laughs> patting that, that term right there. Uh, again, Carl Frank Steinler, Stein, Steiny Frankenstein, whatever you want to call me, just call me. Uh, I'm broadcasting from, y- from Ladera Ranch, the bubble, within the bubble. Uh, you folks know the drill. I love my city so much. Rome lasted 600 years. We're going on 23 strong. Right here, right now. What is this, you ask? I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Uh, I can tell you we're going to have some fun. It's an oral history, art product of sorts. Just get to know thy neighbor, my friends. Again, my community, I love it so much. Uh, it's a special moment in place in time. The type of place you just let your kids run wild. Uh, they come home when the street lights come on. And I feel that's lacking in America, so we just had to document it. And with that, I'm going to shut the F up and introduce my suedo, uh, you know, celeb. I-, I can't keep the people on ice any any longer. I just, I, Chef Kiel, right? Chef Kiel, everybody. Hello, kyle chef kyle right. kyle right. anderson I'm baby right. kyle right. anderson in the house no bro thank you so much for joining me tonight yeah, Matt, and thanks
3: you, for having me oh, super stoked to be here
0: yeah i was getting some stage fright there i'm like dude i, I is was just flowing so nice that was nice huh we could have just could
3: have listened to that all night right i yeah, kind of felt that could, way too i'm like we could vibe.
0: wow so again dude thank you I, I'm, I'm extremely excited to, to have you in here. Like I said, you you are probably my most well-known guest just in the community, I, I guess you could say. Uh, so let me start there. How long have you been in Ladera for now?
3: So we moved in June of 2015.
0: Okay. We, your wife, Erin? My wife
3: and I, boys. we had a one-year-old at the time. Okay. And uh, we moved from Lake Forest. We lived here right before when we were married, when we first got married. Moved to Lake Forest for five years and then knew we wanted to come back when we had kids and made it happen. Good. So we've been here since 2015. Welcome two more Rugrats to the family and now we're a family of five living here in Ladera.
0: Dude, wow. So wait, five? You have a dog? No, total. Okay, got it. I thought you only had two kids. No, we got three. Wow, dude. Wow. Yeah. I know, isn't that a game know, changer? A pause, Ooh, that. that's, a, awesome. I remember when I, I I were you was three planned.
3: So one was tricky to have, and and we struggled, and then two and three were surprise.
0: Wow. Let's go. So, so the floodgates were just yeah, opened was, after that. And I
3: was like, okay, I think I'm going
0: to have to take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> get that vasectomy, right? Go get it done. Bro, bro that's something my wife's been like uh, hammering me on, too. And it's something I probably really should do. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like it'll change me a little bit.
3: 100%.
0: No. No? That's what no, John no. Burkle, I think, told me, too. But you just so, lose some of the chutzpah. You know? know like, yeah. hey, I'm going to lose some steining. No way.
3: Here's what I say. I was involved in all three of, like, the room, in the birthing room.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, oh, yeah, I was in there, too. I, I
3: enjoyed it all. Like, looked, You know, like, I appreciated and respected it so much. And I'm like, dude, if a wow. woman can go through all that shit, yeah. I can go get a little snip-snip while I'm sitting there talking to the doctor about food and wine. So to, Boom shakalaka! Yeah, to me, it was like, go get it done. I don't want to mess with it.
0: Wow. So, wait, you were, like, in there, like... You talk about the birth process like it's a Nat Geo or something or well, dude, you know like I mean, a discovery science special. You're was just in there
3: dude. like, you know. Yeah. Being in that room seeing your child being born is just a magical It thing. is beautiful,
0: but it's also really intense and it's gnarly intense, at least my experience. 100%, it, it, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to say it wasn't beautiful, but it was I wasn't thinking about like Yeah, the moment, I guess. I guess I was just in the moment and not thinking about it. Yeah,
3: in that moment, you're like rushing. Hold the leg, hold the leg. (laughs) Yeah,
4: epidural now. I
3: get a lot of shit because I have such bad ADD. I was sitting playing dominoes with my left hand, holding the leg with my right hand. Shut up. And my wife is totally cool with it because she knows like... That was calming me down, which calmed everyone else down.
0: Nice. Who was in the room with you?
3: My mother in law. Okay. Sister, who's a nurse. At Your Mission, sister. Yeah. At okay. Mission Hospital. Okay. And my mom. They were all off to the water. nice. Dude, that's
0: good. Yeah, they're all laughing. At yeah, so my mom and my um, mother in law, who's also yeah. like my mom, were in the room with and my wife's sisters. Yeah. So it was like a party in there yeah. too, which is good. So that's. I mean, how long have you been married for?
3: so 14 years nice dude 14 years and uh yeah it's been beautiful 14 years Respect my authority. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice yeah i think i'm going on i mean i'm at 12 yeah nice. going on 13 yeah. so
3: it's a fun ride. dude
0: so but you're oc oc loke dog i mean you yeah. where'd you go to high school at where did
3: Anybody you say I hat, no
0: <laughs> way that's a nice looking hat actually
3: so I- I was born in Orange, uh, moved down to El Toro when I was two, and then never lived north of El Toro. So I grew up in San Juan. I went to Ambul Elementary, Marco Forster. Oh, I've heard High, of Marco Forster. And then Santa Margarita Catholic High School.
0: Nice. Did you so, like RSM? Were you there when Carson Palmer was there?
3: So Jordan was my freshman year quarterback. We played freshman football together, and he was. One of the funniest, coolest guys you'll ever meet.
0: Sick. He, he did had, a couple years in the pros too. I want to yeah, say played
3: I think six, and now he's crushing it. Now he's crushing. It. What's he like, doing? He teaches all the quarterbacks like oh like, everyone. yeah everyone and anyone like Josh Allen, all these new guys. Joe Burrow. Like, what does he teach him? He does a QB summit, and he teaches kids who are from like junior high to go. I get that. Like row.
0: I could get that. But if you're like. I always wonder that. Well, what are you fans. gonna teach? Like, what is somebody gonna teach Tom Brady? Well, no, you know, that's yeah, never been sure. at that level.
3: For sure, that's
0: what I struggle with but with those Tom Brady types had of coaches. To start
3: somewhere, right? So Tom Brady yeah. needed a coach at eighteen to kind of show him the ropes going into college, and so that's kind of what Jordan does.
0: Well, you said Josh Allen and shit. Josh yeah. Allen's a superstar. Yeah, when he was in college. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, so okay, he's been doing this for okay. Years. So
3: like those are. Those are his guys. So Josh
0: Allen wouldn't be Josh Allen without I mean, Homeboy. Whatever. But yeah. No, like, I feel you. And then,
3: yeah. So it was, you know, Santa Margarita was cool. It was school. Yeah. You know, high school wasn't for me.
0: Yeah. But I, I hear was, that, dude. I had 40 something absences my senior oh, year. Dude. My mom was so cool with the notes. Like, thank God. Otherwise, I probably would have got kicked out of high school and never graduated. But I mean, I was, you know, honorable student, almost 4.0. I think I graduated like 3.8 something. Yeah. But, um, high time. school wasn't my jam bro but you graduated
3: no i got a 3.0 i just okay and I treated yeah it like a job like yep I, oh. and at santa Margarita, you couldn't leave early what? so you had to show up you had to do your full day and then you left at what two four so you year, couldn't whatever. ditch no and you I, never ditched no oh man i mean i didn't go to i hope school. my kids
0: aren't listening to this
3: i didn't go to school my kids you know, or my parents would be like okay i don't want to go to school but i worked six days a week in high school yeah, I did. And, I had to work uh, for was, a rent too.
0: I worked at a 14 yeah, first job.
3: That was my, that was my jam. And that's kind of what led me into my career that I'm at, you know, just having to put my head down and work and,
0: uh, nothing know. like experience yeah. and work ethic, that's, which is something I feel, you know, today's kids may not fully understand i feel like some of them have it but i don't know they're just so lazy just the the technologies made things like so easy i think extremely too easy
3: i think the parents are to blame more than anything and i think it's like the generation below us or above us technically are the ones to kind of i look at where i'm like well you guys could have pushed your children who are now what what are they gen z's i don't
0: know what yeah are. so i'm a millennial but i'm an old yeah, millennial yeah. i was so sad when i found out i was a millennial i, I missed know, the, the cut by way, like two so. years okay okay <laughs> yeah, i'll be 40 in july
3: i'm 40 in january
0: so oh but i graduated sh- 02 too. so so i'm older than you yeah Oh, oh shit. Nah, where's my bow down soundtrack dude my bow down hit Dude, okay, okay, very nice. So, yeah. so, 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 chefing So, did you? You graduated high school, and then where'd you go? What'd you do? So, Wandered the earth?
3: No, absolutely not, dude. I, I'm the complete opposite, dude. I knew when I was 17 16 17 I was going to culinary school. My, really? Yeah. My mom and dad nice. wanted me to take the SAT. They're like, "Come on, you're gonna do this." I hated that freaking I'm test. like, "Nope." She signed me up, and I went. C, 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 all the way No way, down. you didn't even like try. A, I got like an 8, You should have at eight, least ten. tried. No, oh,
0: dear, shit. 8, that. 10 doing all Cs? Something like that. That's like, ridiculous. I, I was the
3: first one done. Like, I just had zero desire to do it. I knew I wanted to go to culinary school. And so, the week after I graduated high school, I was at culinary school. Good for you. And 21 months later, I was done with school for the rest of my life.
0: Shit, before like, you were 20?
3: Before I was 20.
0: Insane. And so... Yeah. Were you, like, the homie in high school? Like, you guys would all, like, drink beers. Did you drink beers in high school?
3: Towards, I mean, in my senior year, yeah. But, like, I drank at home. It not, like, recklessly. Like, I worked six days a week. So I was.
0: What Wait, what'd you do for
4: work?
3: Worked at a pizza place. Okay. So that's where I found out, like, what I wanted to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Seeing, seeing the dudes in the back talking all this smack and listening to music and running around. I'm a sports guy. And so I watched them, and I'm like man when they work together it's pretty awesome and so I kind of just fell in love with it and saw that hey that's
0: are they still I, open what pizza place
3: they're not it's changed hands like 10 times it was in San Juan over off of uh, Del Obispo and Del Avion not Del Avion what uh, was Camino it Camino Capistrano it was called NYC Cafe okay no, no. you know where Rite Aid is yep, yep down yep. in the corner where yeah by Ralph's it's in the old Ralph shopping center
0: where Hobie uh, used to be?
3: It was, no, it was Capistrano Surf and Sport.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, Capistrano. yep, 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 yep. We're going strip. back now, yeah. bro, like On way back, strip. way back machine. Right okay. There. So it was
3: in that blockbuster.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that remember blockbuster. IWS Seagate yeah. Shop, IWS Surf Shop? Where was that? Here's where, Dana that? Point. I was no. talking with somebody about that the other day IWS. Was Shit.
3: that down off of uh, Del Obispo? And PCH,
0: it was off right by Ocean Ranch, the movie theaters. Oh, yes, okay, now I know. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah, dude. Where, <laughs> wait, where's Burkle from? I know he's from, but he's like up north. I forget where he's, he's from. He's north.
3: He's, Shout out to Fireman John. Yeah, what's up, John? Um, he's not from South Orange County, like, yeah, I know that. I from know from that. South. Yeah, he's, I think he's we'll have to oh, bust his balls L. on L. that.
0: L. Oh, that's right, he L. L. is. L. He's yes, because. He's way yeah. cooler than that though, so we'll give <laughs> him some credit. A, he is, he's a rad dude. Yeah, he's classic. All right, dude. So sick, sick. Let me let me bust it in then with yeah. some life pro tips here and get your uh, get your savviness. So this one, I guess, doesn't apply to you or I, but it's it's good advice for all our male homebr out there. Uh, hombres, sorry. If a woman you are dating invites you over for a home cooked meal for the first time and you really, really like her, it says in parentheses, take the initiative and just start doing the dishes without asking. You can thank me later. Hmm? 100%. 1,000%. 100%. Huh? Like,
3: yes. yeah. If, if someone is cooking for you and you don't stand up and do the dishes at the end of it, that's a no-go.
0: No, no-go. no-go.
3: Like, yeah, like, I mean, that's kind of a rule in our house, and it's like an unspoken rule for no other reason other than, Whoever cooked shouldn't have to do the dishes. That's a family rule going back. Yeah, years. no, I get you know, it. Like, I get it. So yes, it head. gets
0: hard with kids though. Sometimes to do them immediately, then you got to come back to them. It's For like, sure. I, I like to do them immediately while they're still kind of wet, and you don't have to like scrape anything. You know with what I'm that. saying? Like, oh, I hate when they but sit. But I even do that get... at a
3: friend's house. Like, if I go to. Some sure. House, oh, I do it at a friend's house you know?
0: more than my own sometimes. Or, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, sure. back in the day, yeah. I was like that uh, Eddie Haskell. Yes, no, I was dude. a good kid, bro. I was yes, good. Eddie Let's Ashley. not go there. Steiny was, <laughs> was living it. All right. Love that. So we agree. We agree. 100%. All right, nice. So look at this bullshit it says in like a, the brackets down. It says, this is simple yet solid move to show affection. Didn't mean to be gender specific. Every cook will appreciate it. Like what? Shit, this, this guy puts pronouns on they, Like That's like the yeah. type of people that get mad at that put pronouns on their resume. I mean, are pronouns still a thing? Do you know? Uh, let's not go
3: there. All right,
0: all right, <laughs> all right. Fine, fine. All right. I forgot we're celebrity in the house, so we got to keep it. Uh, I don't want no publicist calling me or, no, or nothing. Not at all, we'll get back that. to that because we're kind of on your your cook journey. <laughs> so wait, hold on. Let me revisit life Pro Tip for a minute. So 20 years old, pizza plate. Before that, graduated culinary school. What did you do after you graduated culinary school?
3: I worked at a few spots during culinary school. I tried Marbella, Farm, like the country club. Marbella is so yeah. nice. I did a couple restaurants. I did this. And then by... 20 i was working well 21 i was working at opa in oh i remember is it still there in aliso yeah nice
0: they had great food and i was that was like the posh like i remember like when we were like younger all my friends would go there i was like the cougar spot oh you want a cougar go to go to opa yeah yeah cougar
3: yes so I was a sous chef by like 20 or 21. I can't remember.
0: What does sous mean exactly? S-E-U-S? S-O-U-S. S-O-U-S. Okay. So
3: basically it's like assistant manager of the kitchen. Okay. Right? But got in, it. In the culinary so the first terms, mate. Yeah. In culinary terms, it's like executive chef, chef de cuisine, sous chef, and then all the Okay. Line so you're positions. like a director right yeah, below. You're the, it. Got I it. Was yeah. I 21 running a crew of... Guys who were 40. At OPA. At OPA. Okay. Guys who were 40. and It's a busy spot at that 20. time. Yeah. And then they transferred me to OPA Rancho Santa Margarita. I didn't even
0: know there was one out there.
3: Yeah, I worked there for a while. And then Irvine, and that's where I met the lady. And, Ooh. you know, like, then just cook there and then open was them. she
0: like i want to give my compliments to the chef and then yeah, you walked so out there exact. and then it was just freaking was serving there. Slammed the sausage on the <laughs> no. table and you're like i cooked it no, medium rare for servers. you baby <laughs> oh nice Cliche. all right that's that's even better than my even version better. so oh uh, nice yeah. dude nice so I she's just, like your food's making me so much money i just gotta i gotta take dude, you on a date right there I she like paid that. for everything. No, oh, <laughs> see,
3: drunk. that's a boom shakalaka. But I will say this, the day I like I got promoted to run a restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh, she was taking me out to dinner.
0: You mean on the front end like doing everything? Like... No,
3: like running a whole kitchen. Like, got it. Like, yeah. Okay, so like executive up, chef. Yeah, well, executive sous chef or whatever the title was at that uh-huh. time. But becoming the number one in that kitchen. Gnarly. She was taking me to dinner. And that's when I proposed to her. And so she paid for our dinner. no nice. uh, Proposal date. Dude. <laughs>
0: Double booms. That's so, great. Yeah, it's a fun fact. Did you ask her parents' permission? Yeah, yeah, sir. yeah oh, I asked no, her yeah, yeah, I did yeah. too. I did too. I swear, dude, I got. Wait, do you, you don't have any girls, huh? Or... Yeah, my baby
3: girl.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah, I got two. And I swear, dude, if they're dudes, don't ask my permission. Yeah. No go. I mean.
3: I'm all about that.
0: No go. I will freaking bash his head through yeah. some drywall.
3: I'm all about and respect. And then I'm say Kanan story. did it. Yeah. Oh, I will.
0: Or maybe I'll let Kanan do it too, probably. Yeah,
3: like, I think it's a respect. Yeah, right? For sure. Yeah. Like, and that's, yeah. It's best you be have some it's respect. I always whatever. respected my elders. Yeah. I, yeah. But, that's
0: not, but like, that's not even elders. That's like, you got to do it. Yeah.
3: It's respect the tradition. Like, yeah. Understand, like.
0: There goes like, all my listeners that didn't do it. You (laughs) should have. That guy don't know what the F he's talking about. (laughs) Nice. Okay, so so I'm trying to to figure out at what point you you branch so Executive chef and then loving life. You're young still. You're like 25, well, like so heading up I, a whole kitchen that's popping.
3: So at 25, I've, we opened up a restaurant called Watermark in Laguna Beach. Oh, I
0: remember that spot, dude. So
3: I was the chef de cuisine there at 25. Wow. So that was that's that pretty was filthy. Gnarly. yeah. We got we got married in June, or no, I'm sorry, in February, and opened the restaurant in June. Oof. And I lived at that restaurant for. Mm the first four months 18 hours a day seven days a week quintessential just like that was my life yeah perfect
0: perfect for a newlywed
3: yeah because like you know my wife was finishing going through school or finishing up i can't remember if she was finishing up Mm -hmm. but she had her own career going already so it was like that's great it wasn't like where are you she knew what i was doing like Mm -hmm. she respected and loved what i was my passion and good dude it was one of the hardest kind of four months of my life, but it was also what like, like I pushed so hard Mm -hmm. I pushed so hard. And like, I made sure everyone knew why a 25 year old was running that restaurant than not someone else. Well said. Well said. It was, you know, you can't get respect unless you earn it. So, dude, that's uh, boom shakalaka. That, that's kind of my that might opinion.
0: be my record in like the most boom shakas in the least amount of time. Yeah. I like it, dude. So yeah, you got to step up, yeah. right? You, yeah, you got to step up sometimes. So why do you say four months? You just
3: because like that's what it took to, to like, get it started. Just started have to a day off. Okay, just okay. To have a day off to like, breathe. To breathe, and then you're still on edge for the next. You know. 10 sure. years. Wow. <laughs> you know, so did I, you stay there for that long? Yeah, I was there for 10 years.
0: Are they still there?
3: They closed in April of 2020. Oh. Pandemic. Yep. yep. Did you
0: leave on good terms?
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, I gave them a three or four month notice. I trained my replacement. Wow. I, I was texting with my replacement. I, I hung out with the director of operations a month ago. I talked to the owner still. So, you know, to me... My dad always said, never burn a bridge. You yep. never know when it will come back to benefit or haunt you. Yeah. So. Or you just
0: always give, you know, at, at least two weeks. Or I've been in positions where I've given them two months to, yeah. you know, help out well, with things. And you know what's right. Like, if it's exactly. miserable yep. of a
3: spot, you need to give a day, mm-hmm. then that's your prerogative. Because that is yeah. not going to benefit you in the future anyways. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. yeah, I always feel, you know, it's a it's a area of the culinary world in orange county is large but it's so small and you'll notice like people just definitely kind of know who you are mm-hmm. if you've done anything and they definitely like
0: What do you mean if you've done anything? Like if
3: you've run a restaurant or if you're respected in the okay. around orange county Got it. as a chef you'll be known whether it's positive or negative.
0: Interesting.
3: And so, you know, it's a, it's a small, it's not like San Francisco where it's like, everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Orange County lacked that in my opinion, like where chefs didn't want to kind of hang out. They yeah. wanted to be competitors where to me, I'm like, oh, why sucks. are we not? Yeah. Bro it. Hanging up. Hanging out. Yeah. Like having chefs. Nights yeah. Hang out. They didn't want it. Cause we're so spread out, you know, like, it yeah. wasn't like, Oh, you're we'll walk to your restaurant and have a beer with you. It didn't really happen, so. Interesting. That's why I say that, yeah.
0: Dang, so what What made you want to dip after 10 years?
3: Three kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I want to be known as a dad. I want to be known as a coach. There we um, go. Cooking, to me, is my outlet. That's my career. But my kids, my wife, they're so much more important than spending 70 hours at a restaurant. And I figured if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to be away from my family, I need to be reaping the benefit one hundred, not something. There we else. go. Now we're and talking. So that's kind of where it like started, and then yeah, the rest, you know, the rest is kind of. Yeah, I mean, I see you half.
0: everywhere, dude. <laughs> you you do like do all events, crazy, you know, cooking nights. Your food is absolutely spectacular, um, amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I feel like if you did have a physical restaurant, it'd probably be packed but i mean i don't know i feel like there might not even be restaurants in 10 years
3: you know i with have the way a, things are going i have a cafe <clears throat> that is a seasonal cafe and i was kind of like oh it'll be fun it's down at the riding park and off at ortega and antonio and i was like this might be fun for me like kind of get my feet back into a kitchen mm-hmm. i fucking hated it really yeah How long did you have it for? Well, it's still there. We're we're seasonally open. Got it. And so, like, we had two weeks in April. We'll do another two weeks in May, and then we're gonna be open like June to basically August. Uh huh. And like, we do good food. We do it right. But I was a line cook again, and like two weeks in a row, I worked like ninety hours a week. And I was like, this is not what I want. I'm like, I'm too old for <laughs> this, dude. Like, I'm not a little kid anymore. Well, I hopefully can't. it'll
0: turn into other business, you yeah, know. It's like, doing
3: well now. And it's, yeah. but it's one of those funny things. Like, I'm like, holy cow. Do you like, serve beer and wine there? No, we're working on that. Okay, and if we can get that, then, then I could probably retire. <laughs> but <I> mean, <laughs> we'll well nice. Now. But it's a fun little passion project. Not even a passion yeah. It's just a fun project. Yeah. But, like, you know. Like, when you said, you know, maybe open up a restaurant. I'm like, no.
0: But damn. is there waiters there? And is it no, sit no, no, down? No. Okay, it's just take out. It's go a, to the a, window. A, yeah, got it's it's it.
3: Okay. snack bar at the horse park. <laughs> That's all it is. we put lipstick on a pig and are putting out food. So, it's, uh, I, I, you know, like, I always say I want to open up a restaurant. But until my kids are old enough and don't want to see me anymore. There we go. Then I'll do it.
0: Dude, I'm going to cry when that right. day comes. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah, <laughs> like, Shoot. It's already a little bit, but I'm a pretty sick dude to hang out with though. Yeah. So I feel like I'll last a lot longer than most others.
3: Well, and you're extended, you know, you got like the separation a little with the kids ages. Yeah. Mine are all within two years. So I'm like kind of experiencing every phase Pretty much together, yeah. So that band-aid's gonna be hard when, <laughs> when that baby girl is Like, peace out, dad.
0: That's good, I'm dude. Be like, oh shit. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> It'll be hard. Yeah, I think about that too. Oh yeah, we I have think about to. that too.
3: Just. But that—that's why I quit the restaurant because I wanted to be there. Nah. I didn't want to miss any. I still miss some moments.
0: Really? Because you, you could do a lot. I feel I like. I try to do a
3: lot, yeah. But I still miss moments. You know, like if I have sure. a job, I got to go do the job.
0: That's unacceptable, but, dude. <laughs> trust me. Sorry. You have to work. Yeah. I wonder about it, too. There's some people in the DARE I feel like I'm just like, wow, what do you do? Like, yeah. you're everywhere all the time. Dude. Like, you are we, we got a trust fund going yeah. on over here? Do we hit the lottery? Like, freaking. What's going on? Who do, uh, who do I got to blackmail? It's like, not, help me out.
3: It's not the money I'm ever jealous of.
0: No, it's I'm not saying I'm time. jealous of. Yes, no, the, the time. time. It's like, like, dude, how do you do man, it, bro? I
3: want to be able to have that much time. And, yeah. I, and I feel like I extend myself often. But I'm like, dude, how are you at the frickin' games every day at two in the afternoon or three in the yes. afternoon? Yes, yes. What do you do, dude? (laughs) And whatever you're doing, good for you. (laughs) Yeah, right?
0: Freaking Tony Montana. All right, so next LPT. Actually, we don't even need a next one. Give me your Ladera pro tip. What is your Ladera pro tip? Kind
3: of back on the whole uh, if we had extra time. My Ladera pro tip, especially if you're new to the town or just people who might not, like, really be doing this enough, but it's getting involved. Whether it's volunteering for your local sports, whether it's volunteering for your organization that you're keen on or just getting involved in the city projects of all the fun events that Ladera offers. Dude, we do have a lot of happenings.
0: I'm going to go off that. I totally agree with that. I love that pro tip. I think it's good to be involved. One thing I do, I want to blast the HOA, make Ladera Skate Park great again. The skate park closes at 8 p.m. Did you know that? No. And it's been that way ever since they put up the fence like a year ago through COVID. Yeah. I'm going to go to an HOA meeting. I'm going to get off my ass and actually do it. I say I'm going to, but I don't. And I'm really going to do it because it's bullshit. They got the tennis courts open until 10. They got the swimming pools open until 10. The skate park used to be open until 9, but now it's open until 8 and they say i don't know it's just because they think they can punk some little skaters around or whatever it's it's bullshit i'm upset about it and i think it's wrong right i I think it's wrong especially for me when i work like i I used to be able to skate comfortably up until 9 p.m now it's like i can skate for 20 30 minutes sometimes and it's like it's so frustrating and they're just doing it because they think the kid oh we can screw over these it's just little kids or whatever and it's like you know what? Fu, no, that's I BS. I pay enough for my HOA, so I'm gonna take it to the HOA board and I'm gonna get a petition going. Dude, and if they're I'm not down receptive, down. I'm gonna blast the hell out of them on this channel. Like, yeah, on top of that dresser up there is actually Make Ladera Skate Park. Great thing you did, no. huh? Yeah, I'm dude. gonna. Ma- I need to get them a little better, but yeah, yeah, dude, those are going out, and I'm Good. coming for you, HOA board. I am coming for you,
3: dude. It's kind of like those fences that they put up at the water park. What? Did Have they put up new those? ones? Oh, no. Oh my god, bro. Not at the like for the the driveway or the uh parking lot. You haven't seen
0: Oh, the gates, the gates where the Goodwill yeah. trucks are. Yeah, yeah, and they lock them now. Oh,
3: that's
0: awesome. Dude, that's yeah, what? so the what other waste. the other oh. night, the other night I was in there and it was literally like eight 15 maybe the skate park lights turn off at 8 p.m exactly uh-huh. so you know then i gotta get my keys i'm usually at my You're car three off. or four minutes later and then get my gear off you know and literally I it was like two three minutes i was just sitting there like chilling on my phone i'm all sweaty and hot sometimes i don't like to get in my car sure. and drive away like immediately after getting like my pads off and all that stuff and um like this lady security guard rolls up and I'm like excuse me sir like you need you you know we're gonna lock the gate you need to go i'm like what like what are you talking about you're, you're gonna lock what gate and she's like yeah we lock this gate every night and you're not supposed to be in here i'm like what i'm like i've lived here for five years and i'm like i've never had anybody come up to me and tell me they're gonna lock a gate i'm like i'm sorry i i don't know what you're talking about right now but i'm gonna stay here until i'm done and then i'm gonna go i'm like i'm not gonna be here all night i'm not doing anything wrong yeah so I don't know what your, your issue is or why you're telling me you're going to lock a gate on me. It really pissed me off. Those and lucky are- she's cool. She's like, oh, I'll give you, how about if I give you until 9 o'clock then? And I'm just thinking in my head, like, okay. I said, okay, thank you, because I don't want to argue with her. And yeah. I was, like, thankful, you know, it's yeah. obviously not, not her. And it's not her, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but still, it pissed me off. I should have stayed there past 9 and made a big, like, issue of now, it. Those, but
3: The gates, I don't understand them. Their 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 money that we're spending for what? Yes. What are we locking up? So O'Connell can park exactly. there? exactly.
0: And they, do you know why they started parking there, dude? It's because kids would park there and chill, like at the table. So I'm the one that I'm the one who started that whole freaking movement of like hanging out in that parking lot because that's where I would always park when I had skate, and then I would always chill there and skate after, and like you know just chill. And then all the kids started hanging there, and now all of a sudden O'Connell's parking there.
3: What are the kids? doing wrong nothing dude they're doing
0: donuts on their dirt bikes in the grass like and that's it and they're lighting they're lighting like like, little fires in the barbecue which is like not good but if that's all my 14 15 year old kids are doing fine thank you you're a good boy
3: it's the but they're gonna get in there anyways this is what i'm saying like that that gate is not locking them out no it's Who's it locking out?
0: The cars, so they can't. Ch- exactly. They're going to get in there anyways. But those well said. Yeah. driving them. Exactly. Cars. <laughs> they're yeah, on like, motorbikes. Yeah, they're yeah. on electric bikes that are yeah. just. It's ridiculous, it, dude. It,
3: it just kind of seemed like. It's oh, asinine. Oh, shit.
0: I'm going to run for HOA, damn it.
3: Like, we have an extra $20,000. What do we need to do? Let's put up a gate at the water park.
0: Yeah. Let's try to cock block and, and some skater me, kids. I fe-
3: no, I feel like it was all O'Connell. And I might be wrong with that. But like they Who wanted, said,
0: we want to park here You think? Yeah, because yeah,
3: they, they park their trucks there. When Goodwill isn't there, you'll see nine- But that
0: just started, trucks. like, a few months when, ago. When that gates, just started.
3: When they, when they put up those gates.
0: Oh, maybe. Well, they used to park them in a closed gate in Covenant on the other side of the clubhouse oh, they, yeah, by, by uh, the Oso well, then, AA field. You know, that yeah, clubhouse. Yeah, they used to park uh, them on they, the other side ah, where, where they, yeah. Where it's in, in Covenant? Yeah, where it's, like, yeah, the gated side.
3: Well, To me, it's like, do we need to be... Housing O'Connell truck?
0: I know. How much do we pay them? Like, what's our contract with them? I'm going to guess it I, might be over $10 million. I don't know. Man, it's got to be stupid I don't money. know. Yeah, I mean, like, landscaping, who would have thunk, right? Dude, Just...
3: The money has to be epic. Yeah, Go where's our HOA,
0: company? dude? If they don't open Skateboard Club 9, I swear, I'm going to FOIA request some freaking HOA dog. I'm going to see how good of a relationship does Go the sales guy at O'Connell have to a member on our HOA board. I bet there's one out there that's all freaking chummy, chummy with the O'Connell rep and they're probably in Barbados right now, sipping cocktails with umbrellas and I'm just getting rich (laughs) off my 400 and something dollar (laughs) freaking pillaging. Just, Oh man, God dang it, man. (laughs) Gosh dang it. All right. Today I learned. So let me, let me pull one up. I don't know what the hell did I learn today? All right, today I learned about CPU surveillance, right? This is surveillance I'm from Bloomberg, so I know it's kind of legit. It says a new survey of IT managers at companies found that 48% said the company doesn't tell employees that they're being monitored or how they're being monitored. 73% said that they were uncomfortable telling their team to install keystroke monitoring surveillance software, and 8% said they would refuse to deploy that software to begin with. I love that, right? They're just saying no. We're not going to do it. I'm imagining they got fired, right? Um, this is a big split between workers and managers outside of IT. 85% of managers worry that they can't tell an employee can't tell if an employee is actually getting enough done. While well, 87% of workers say their productivity is fine. <laughs> Rather than discuss this or do any work to discern reality, spy where it is. Whatever happened to just like being a good manager? And obviously, if shit's getting done and your division, like, how do you how do you not know if your employee? Oh, that, I couldn't, that, uh That's wild. Is I it don't like
3: know. I come from an industry where it's like you're on top of everyone that you're in charge of. Yeah. So, like, I don't know that, like, hey, I don't know the whole work from home uh-huh. or anything else. So, sure. I, I don't understand it all. To me, it's like you have a responsibility. You're an adult. Yep. Do your, your work. Job do your if work. you have to have someone monitoring you, like a child, like a baby monitor watching sure. you.
0: Yeah, that's how I couldn't live like that. I, I'd be freaking...
3: I'd be going crazy.
0: But I mean, it's just like the bigger thing, like, OK, so if you're on a work computer, um, are you not allowed to like check random websites or are you not allowed to even like maybe you see a shirt you want and you click on that site? Or are they all of a sudden going to see that and be like, oh, you're unproductive. You went to freaking iron and resin dot com or okay, whatever it is
3: to, to counter that. It's like you have a cell phone in your hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just do that on your cell phone while your computer is sitting there playing. Yeah,
0: but it's not always... Like, it's a lot more comfortable to browse on the I computer. I understand
3: that, but I'm like, there's there's a way around it. I just but I'm like saying, like, people... fuck the
0: workaround. Like, is it that... I've never... Okay, whenever I've had to work for somebody else, per yeah. se, I've never... I mean, I, I don't know if I was being monitored or not, but I've never had anybody come at me for browsing any type of website,
3: but I'm saying if it got to that, like if, if, if you were in a company that was so strict like that, there's ways around it, I guess is what I'm saying. But poor people. You shouldn't be in a company like that. (laughs) Yeah. If it's like, you know, like,
0: yeah. If you want any freaking long term peace of mind, treated like an adult, yeah, like a human being, yeah, then freaking A.
3: That doesn't make sense to me. I don't want anyone telling me what to do over my shoulder. It's just not,
0: yeah, it's not what I want. All right, next one cash, money, money. What do you think of this? Says De La Rue is a British company that prints money. Literally, they're the ones who produce banknotes on behalf of government clients and is responsible for a third of banknotes made globally. The company has warned that profits are going to miss expectations because demand for cash is way down. With cash falling from making up 27% of spending at point-of-sale transactions in 2018 down to 16% of transaction value as of 2022, projected to be 10% in 2026. So no one's using cash and it's putting this company that makes cash pretty much out of business. I mean, do you do you talk to people in restaurants and stuff? Is there any kind of talk of that? Or I've had moments in the last year that I will say that I've been—I I mean, at random places—and I've whipped out some cash, and they act like it's a freaking burden, yeah. to take my cash. Or they've asked me, "Do you have a debit card you can pay with, please?" And I'm thinking, like, what? I
3: don't know. I still live on the motto of cash is king. 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 Like, that's my motto. I always, you know love to have cash on me and it's nothing more than I know I have that value on me whatever it is right if it's five dollars then I know I have five dollars and also it keeps me um honest you know like yeah okay, I only have five <laughs> yeah exactly you know, like, it's good for budgeting you know, just know, like, like to me it's always been a good thing yeah um, no wonder why they want us to go cashless I definitely don't feel bad for that company <laughs> that's printing money but I I, I definitely feel like we are headed in, not the wrong direction, but in a completely different direction where I I feel like money uh, cash will definitely not be around. It doesn't seem like it's going to be...
0: Do you think we're going to see fools get computer chipped in our lifetime, like full Armageddon?
3: Unfortunately, I feel like society is so... How do I put this nicely? Society is so acceptable of what is going on in the technology that is brought to them that there's not a lot of questioning. Exactly. Yes. It's like, a bunch of sheep. They don't do their own oh, thinking. Sounds great. Yeah. And I got a chip <laughs> in my arm. Shoot. You know, like, so, yes, I think it'll happen. I don't think it's going to be, like, the masses. But yeah. yes, 100% think it'll happen. I bet kids already are running around with chips in their head.
0: Oh,
5: shit.
3: Dude, I guarantee you parents. My are dog right. has one, but it doesn't yeah.
0: like do anything for him, just I tells know, me where he is.
3: But I guarantee you there's yeah. parents who have done that.
0: Yeah. Well, I know billionaires have chips, but they're like location chips. Yeah. So like if someone kidnaps him or something like that, yeah. they can they can be found. Yeah. So, like fuck paying the ransom, just send in my mercenary <laughs> team and extract me.
3: Seal team twenty. We need
0: to extrapolate <laughs> Steinler from this situation, please. Extrapolate the Stein. Dude, extrapolating. It, it is a
3: scary situation to think about, though. The whole chipping,
0: yeah. Like, oh hell yeah! Just the whole digitizing of everything yes, is scary. It is, and then this all this AI shit. Like recently, oh, yeah, you, I got a good Musk video. I was going to play. What happens about.
3: when you your phone goes out, or you're, you know, you yeah. you don't have this with you, and you can't prove that that's in your digital bank? You have <sighs> nothing to just pay for gas. <sighs>
0: I got a bunch of bullets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh well, I'm out of non-existent cash. Shit. Oh, scary to think.
0: It's barter. That's what I'm saying. When it when the world yeah. comes to that, it's not going to be. Ca- it's going to be a barter. We're going to become I a barter, barter barter society. We're going to be a barter society where all the shit you see in this room is going to be worthless. <laughs> Speaking of that, I ask all my guests, dude, describe Carl's Casita, this wonderful room. That Carl's in.
3: Casita is rad, dude. I was telling him earlier, like, I look everywhere, and there's, I can find something new to look at in every direction for the next two hours. I love it.
0: Yeah, especially because we're the same age. It's a throwback. Blast oh, from the past, dude. We got... Dude, I'm
3: looking at all these things. I'm like, yep. And my favorite thing, one handy, is the uh, Leonardo. My oh, dude. bro! That's did my you
0: dude. did you have that one back in the day? That was like, and he has his original sword and his original side. Still has his like straps and dude, I know. And they remade so it. I was in Target the other day okay. and I saw like that same thing. It was thirty bucks, but it doesn't feel nearly as heavy. The plastic's like not like it's so different, I did, I but never it's had like that so. One. This dude, but that, that thing's this sick. shit. Leo was my guy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I should look that up on eBay and see what it's worth. I'm gonna guess at least two hundred for that thing. I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And Kelsey would like throw it away in the snap. (laughs) Like you couldn't. I bet you, dude. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You went away for a day. She's (laughs) gone, Leo. (laughs) Peace, Leo.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Like yeah. some of those. Like you see those Hot Wheels. Oh, I got man. a bunch of stuff in here that's valuable, oh, actually. And that I mean, you would never think. You would never think you would no. look at it. Be like, wait, that little freaking Hot Wheels, is how many hundreds of dollars? Wait, what?
3: But then I look at like your record collections Oh yeah. All over. Yeah. Yeah. Your little lunchbox. Like, dude, there's video game things. systems. There's tons of video yeah, games I down saw here. Yeah. From Nintendo up there. GameCube. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. Yes. I, you have a GameCube in there? Yeah, bro. That's red. Yeah. I still have. My regular Nintendo, save it,
0: Sega Genesis or Sega Sega Sega
3: Genesis, okay. The uh, Super Nintendo, hell yes, sixty four was my jam. Super Nintendo was my. I will fuck anybody up at Blitz, (laughs) NBA
0: Jam, (laughs) or Mario Kart. I'm calling it right yeah. now dude like yeah next time ladera has an event i should set up like a, a stein time yeah. podcast booth and just yes. do like a blitz tournament nfl blitz tournament or 64 nba yeah, 64 blitz, blitz <laughs> tournament that would be so sick huh or be, mario kart yeah fuck dude yeah. nobody can pick yoshi though yoshi's yeah. who's your guy who's your mario kart guy
3: so I go back and forth like Yoshi is my okay. number one. Okay, thank you, thank for you. For sure, thank especially you. on Super Nintendo. Yoshi yeah. was unbelievable on Super Amazing. Nintendo. But sometimes I will go with like a, a Donkey Kong. Oh, like if I'm feeling Slow buzzer, start, but yeah. in the top
0: end he is fast. And, and bruising bruising so yeah like, if he hits yeah, you if at if full speed you're, 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 you're done yeah. dude so, yeah
3: just depends on what race but yoshi was my number yeah i love my that one, yeah good man <laughs>
0: good good man dude yeah yoshi was sick koopa troopa if i have to be a bad guy i like koopa troopa yeah. too but you know how it goes you know
4: oh
0: urban dictionary words of the week oh, yeah. oh man i got i got three um you want yeah all right Dinkwad. Tell me what a dinkwad is. D-I-N-K-W-A-D. A dinkwad. A dinkwad. It says they travel all the time. They are dinkwads.
3: So, I think when I hear dink, I think of dual income, no kids. Oh,
0: you're on the right track.
3: So, dual income, no kids, without a dog.
0: Bro, you are so smart. With a dog.
3: Oh, damn. With a dog. Oh, damn. With a dog. Yeah.
0: What Dude. I can't believe you nailed it. All right, well, there goes the fun in that one. <laughs> Shit. Party pooping. Well, you also said Party tra- they pooping, like you know. a
3: lot, so I was like, oh, that means they have money. That uh, means they're dueling.
0: Around. Okay, I gave it away. All right, all right, yeah. next, next. Drive my car.
3: Drive my car.
0: Yeah, it says. It's
3: not like John Lennon, drive my car. No, oh, no,
0: no. I don't want to read you the sentence because then it'll give it away.
3: Drive my
0: car Is it It's old Yes Yeah Yeah so you got it
3: Yeah
0: Damn bro You're just fucking Blowing these out of the water It says Drive my car A euphemism For intimate relations Commonly used In the 1950s And 60s in the sentence, baby, you
3: can drive Baby, my can car. you drive
0: my car? Yeah. <laughs> so, shit, our parents are like, that means get freaky. Damn. They're just, baby, drive my car, baby. Got a stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth gear, baby. <laughs> Yes. Huh? Don't pop that clutch. Did you
3: drive manuals Pop, it, growing pop up Pop that clutch.
0: Huh? Did, Did you, you drive, drive? No, dude. Now? I still can't. I mean, uh oh. oh, it's it's. I, I can't believe I admitted that. I'm less manly. Oh. I bet a lot. All right, not. I bet I know a lot of my friends can't drive stick either, I though. So,
3: ten percent of the of like America, not the world, can. Can. Yeah, yeah I know. Too, it's that
0: low. It's something I gotta learn. So when the apocalypse does come, I'm that much more That's prepared. What I
3: learned on. And I loved it. Like I had a shitty ass 1986 Honda Civic. I used to have to get out and push start it. Nice. And then jump in and pop it into second. Dude, I
0: remember homie had an Integra like that. Dude, that was thing was quick. Oh
3: yeah, they're fun. But
0: so can you? When's the last time you had to drive stick?
3: I have a motorcycle, so I'll drive that. Okay. Uh, But my 2008 or nine, I had a little Scion TC.
0: Oh. Dude, those yeah. were quick too. <laughs> yeah. They don't even make scions anymore, huh? I don't know,
3: dude. I never see them anymore. I heard
0: the FRSs were like expensive or were fetching yes. like like collector prices or something something like that. FRS. The scion FRS. Yeah, remember those? It was for like sure. their sedan looking thing. Yeah. So alright, last one, dude. And this is this is a Steinism. It's an urban dictionary, but this is one I made up there. I say that only my closest friends okay. know, but it's Chronicles.
3: Chronicles chronicles urban dictionaries chronicles
0: well it's in urban dictionary but the urban dictionary meaning doesn't mean my meaning so okay i'm it's a word i made up in high school or it's a word i started saying in high school uh-huh. that i'll still say around my closest home i'll say it
3: sometimes too yeah.
0: and people look at me like huh but i don't give a shit but chronicles if you ever hear me go chronicles
3: either like thinking of a story like Kind of taking it back to the story Like dude that's Chronicles um, I don't know Or, uh, or chill music Okay,
0: It's just like so I got it back in the day i don't know, I have like a really add mind so remember chronicles and narnia uh-huh. i don't know why i associate chronicles and narnia and i associate narnia with gnarly i've never even seen the movie yes. so i just think it's like so If something's chronicles like i it means i think something's super fucking gnarly so if you ever hear me say chronicles like it could that. be like like yeah. oh dude carl my wife just cheated on me oh chronicles yeah. or you know or it could be like I hope dude I, I, was that getting, I was getting i was getting so freaking pitted like yeah. it. chronicles like that's right or it's just chronicles yeah, you know it's just okay. super sick yeah, like or that. super gnarly yeah, yeah. so it could be super sick super gnarly just chronicles dude it it's chronicles i like that chronicles and gnarly i have to start using that please please pass it on dude pass it on so let's see dude we've had like such a good conversation I, I mean i feel like we've barely even oh let me this is good i gotta read this this is actually amazing amazing let's see we've been chatting oh how much time you you been chatting for 40
3: 50, 50 yeah so
0: i coming up on 10 seconds from 50 i don't know we got like two minutes of pock i probably lost everyone because i was just listening to pock flow <laughs> baby i still can't get over that flow edge all right do you know where the middle finger comes from
3: um
0: Like to flip someone the bird.
3: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I've heard it. Like, okay, this one I love actually. Tell you right now.
0: It says, "History of the middle finger." Well, now here's something I never knew before. Blah 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 blah. Before the Battle of Agincourt in 1415, the French, anticipating victory over the English, proposed to cut off the middle finger of all captured English soldiers. Without the middle finger, it would be impossible to draw the renowned English longbow and therefore they would be incapable of fighting in the future because they wouldn't be able to shoot the bow without the mirror finger. It says, this famous English longbow was made of Natish English yew tree, and the act of drawing the longbow was known as plucking the yew or pluck you. (laughs) So you're going to pluck you, you're going to fuck some people up, right? Uh, It says, much to the bewilderment of the French, the English won a major upset, and they began... (laughs) they began mocking the french by waving their middle fingers at the at the defeated french and saying see we can still pluck you Uh, see we can still pluck you love that that is
4: awesome
0: so good, huh? And that then it says, it says, says since since was... pluck you is rather difficult to say, the difficult constant cluster at the beginning has gradually changed to elaborative, fricative F, and thus the word's often used in conjunction with one-finger salute. It is also because of the pheasant feathers on the arrows used with the longbow that the symbolic gesture is known as giving or flipping the bird.
3: Love that, dude. Freaking amazing, right? That is an right? amazing
0: fact. Aw, the, that might be a freaking Hall of Famer that right there.
3: Is probably my favorite swear word. Yeah, right? Like, no doubt. Oh like, shit. So, and you
0: can't fake it with the kids. No. It's like duck yeah. or you know, cluck or yeah, and like, it's like shh.
3: My wife hates it, but Does I Does she get
0: mad when you cuss? Oh, like well I don't cuss that much, but I cuss. Dude,
3: I I'm a I'm a sailor I'm a sailor. Dude. Yeah, I'm a pirate. I know. Like so. I grew up on a pirate ship, basically. Yes. And kitchen, so, so, see. So we are just.
0: It's part of. Podcasts. Yeah, I get that. And it's nothing bad with um, it. Like. I, I know I gosh.
3: sound a And I know it's not, you know, very educational. Your dang is like my that. fuck. And, and, yeah, and sorry. Like, well, fuck you. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Um, but Um Oh I, darn you You know what is funny When I get really mad at my kids I start swearing in Spanish Nice Because I can say whatever I'm thinking And they can't understand And they just know I'm You know Mucho gusto
0: off. Mi amo Bradley <laughs> <laughs> I'm hornier than Ron Jeremy I
4: I like that dude definitely
3: swear And so it's funny Because I swear every day My kids are used to it You know I'm not abusing it But I go off And my wife will like say Shut up or or, the, you know, she'll, she'll say stupid or not to them, but she'll just be in a conversation. Yeah. Whatever, tell me a story. And they'll be like, Mom, you said a bad word. And she'll oh. look at them and be like, your dad just said damn and shit. Oh,
0: <laughs> man, throw you under the bus. <laughs> and, I say I try it, to call my kids stupid in Spanish, but it's estupido, yeah. estupido. So they know what I'm saying, huh?
3: <laughs> no, you got to call them like mensos.
0: Mensos. That's yeah, a good man, one, menso, dude.
3: Menso, men aquí, menso.
0: That's freaking good. So wait, do you have Spanish in you? Because you you look like, to me, you look like if a a Viking and a samurai had a baby, I think it would be you, dude. I am
3: Danish, so (laughs) I'm a Viking. Um, Okay, nice. I have Mexican in me because I've been working in a kitchen since I was (laughs) 15. And I was typically like the only white guy up until I was 25. Oh, dude, that's so So freaking darling. I I learned Spanish really quick. (laughs) Nice um nice i i definitely used it as a tool for my life um i'm still pretty pretty good at it i I, when i when i need to i understand it and i can speak it pretty pretty fluently i can
0: understand it way better than i can speak it
3: but I, i i definitely like people when when aaron and i were dating or we were in mexico for like a wedding or something and i'd be drinking and we'd be, like, in a cab. I'd be talking to the guy fluently yeah. in Spanish. They'd be like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, California. No, but where are you from in Mexico? Like, where's your family from? I'm like, dude, I'm as white as they come. I'm Danish. Like, I'm <laughs> Danish and Irish. Like, Nice. Like nice. Like, yeah, but you speak... what?" And I'm like... Your dude. R's roll. Yeah, I'm like, literally, because I've been in a kitchen with all my amigos forever. That's I'm so like, good. That's and so I love good. it. Like, I'm so happy that... I learned Spanish at a young age and, and I don't speak Spanish. I speak like Mexican slang. Yeah, I get so it. I, I get have it. conversations with people like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not formal. It's all, all the slang. So that's, it's fun for me because I can still speak it. I can sp- still have conversations with people.
0: Puto, bendejo, oh, yeah, puto. Dude. Yeah. I can teach them to you all. Well. Yeah, dude freaking, why am I thinking of a good one
3: that I can't think of right now? You want to hear a good story? Yes, please. When I was 16, um, I was at Santa Margarita, I was in Spanish class, and I was asking one of the cooks help on my Spanish.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. And and
3: again, it's, that's formal Spanish. He's a freaking rad cook from, you know, the streets. Guadalajara or some shit, yeah. So I'm asking, he's like, hey, Go tell your teacher Tu lengua me hace cosquillos Y mis huevos <laughs> And I'm like what? What does that mean? He's like just go say that to your teacher And I was like oh, okay You know I'm a fit 6 year old boy I'm Yeah. Like, okay I like the challenge Yeah. And I went and said it I was like Mrs. Dakota um One of my guys at work Told me to ask you what Tu lengua me hace cosquillos en mis huevos means She's like, oh,
4: don't ever say that again. She was was so she just turned white as snow. Well,
3: basically, told her
0: to suck your balls.
3: It your tongue tickles my balls. Oh, see, I was close and and I laughed like because I knew, like, they told me what it was, but I, yeah, nice. That was
0: one of my, dude, that's phenomenal. And she didn't even like, she she must have loved you, she she loved you. Oh. Because she was like... But why not send why you the would, principal, dude? She's like, like why would come
3: they on. teach you that? I'm like, because they're having fun with me. I'm yeah. Like, like,
0: because they're just being mean. Yeah, I'm trying so hard to fit in with yeah, these guys. 24-year-old th-
3: boys doing yeah. the same thing I would do to them, you know? Like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. So, oh. Yeah, it's one of the funny Spanish stories.
0: Yeah, that's one yeah. thing I miss about growing up is just like you know abusing the groms or yeah kids younger than you write a passage. Just yeah, growing I, up, dude. I
3: had that in in all my kitchens, like yeah, and and it was never like it's all love. I took them all under my wings, and I I still talk to all like so we were in Laguna Beach, so a bunch of the skimboarders. Oh, us. dude, sick. So like all the guys who were down like. Pros and Am's skinboarding.
0: Yeah, those guys are gnar.
3: They're all rad, and like I'm friends with a lot of them because they were like our food runners. Bill
0: Bryan or whatever. Yeah, the Bryan's.
3: Like the Bryans um, there's 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 like, a bunch of there's them. There's a bunch of them. I met them all. They're all rad dudes.
0: I wonder if Tenth Street still has, has the side wave. I haven't yeah. been down there in years.
3: Yeah. When's the last time you've been down there? Um, I went and watched a couple of the kids compete at the Victoria, like the Victoria competition. What? When was that? Two years. Well, they do it every year. It was year. at Tenth. No, they do it down at Aliso State Beach.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, when's the last time you've been to Tenth Street? Uh, not a while. Yeah, those stairs. I need to make Kanan go run those stairs. I was listening to some baseball podcast <laughs> yeah, was, the other day, and it yes, said like, it thing. said basically like it was the most genius podcast. It basically said like, don't worry about like teaching your kid like the right form or like trying to correct like every little thing he does. Like just let him fucking play. Yes. Like let him play with the ball. Let him throw the ball, and like through that they'll develop like their own and kind of deal. Love. And once they develop yeah. their own deal, then that's when you should come in and say tweak like little things at a time, but you should never come in and try to change their whole way. They do things basically. Yeah. Yeah. And And not every kid's meant to go to the MLB because that's probably like the 1% of the more. And that's the one thing with Ladera is there's a lot of parents out there that think their kids going to the MLB. Like, dude, uh, I don't want to get myself into trouble, but the little leagues kind of one thing that does stress me out a little bit in uh, this city.
3: And like, after
0: I go and revamp the HOA board, you know, I know, I'm done. I'm done. Little like, league's good.
3: I got a shout out to Daryl. His perspective on coaches. And, oh yeah, like that was that was well spoken, well thought out, and and I agree. Hey, lot. I had perspective
0: in there too. No, you know. I know,
3: hundred percent. But like okay. his perspective on like seeing things coming. No, Daryl's the outside. man. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah, he's he from was the side. Yeah, he had a great perspective, and I'm like, yeah, dude, that's why he coaches, and that's why he's coaching yeah. specific sports and whatnot. And that's why I think you're involved, and that's why I'm involved. It's like totally. I want to be able to. Control. Dude, they denied
0: me. I applied to coach, but I didn't Did make you? the cut or whatever. I, you're I don't not know. in the boys' club. Now. I know, dude. <laughs> I guess I'm not. And that's the thing. The boys' club is like, I'm not going to talk smack, but it's not like I'm losing any freaking man points by not being in there. So I don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's you were on the board for a year.
3: I was on the board. It was not fun.
0: One year, yeah, that's what another like that's what another person said to me, Joe. It's like one year. It's all I could take, and they didn't even want to be on it. They got voted on it. I don't know. Yeah, and
3: and I like all like I mean, I'm friends with yeah. There's some great people on the board. Cool people there, and and like they really like in the heart of it, they were doing the right things, and there's a lot of great going on, and I think Little League has really done a lot to. Not only benefit the community, but really grow as, a, as mm-hmm. a unit. I just think there's so much underlying yeah, stuff that goes on that is like, you know. Like, it reminds me of
0: FUBU, dude. For us, bias, yeah. Like,
3: and, and some of it is just like, just kind of that goes back to why I say go volunteer. Yeah. Go be a part of it because then you can make the changes that you want to you make. You can't
0: though. That's what I'm saying. They got like such a freaking like strong lock on it. You gotta go. I don't know. I mean, now I see how it works, so I gotta, like, I'm already thinking of my plans to weasel my way in there for for next year, you know, but I mean, nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, It's just gnarly. It's, it's, gnarly. Like it's gnarly. It's gnarly. It's yeah. gnarly because I have people from other cities that are legitimately, you know, blown away or yeah. that are legitimately like, yo, Stein, like, that effing shit happens? Yeah, and I like, heard that what? story
3: of the coach. I'm like, dude, that Like, that's where it's like, why are we not, I don't know. Yeah. I I love what Little League Baseball, not just Ladera, I'm saying as a whole. Mm -hmm. Like, Little League and baseball for a kid. You know, we were at the game on Saturday, and we had three generations of three different families. Right? There were grandpas and grandmas. Yep. Dads coaching and kids playing. Yeah, I should have taken Three different families on the same team. And it was so beautiful to see that. Like three generations of family just understanding and loving this simple game of baseball.
0: Yeah, wait, where'd you go?
3: It was No, we were playing. We had a okay, game. got it, I'm got it, got it. Yeah, team. I get it, I get it, I get it. On my team that we're on, mm-hmm. you know, my dad, mom and dad were there. Coaches, Coach Tim's mom and dad were there. Jason and Teresa's, you know, parents were there. And then Jason and I were coaching with Tim, and, and our kids are playing. But we're all three loving watching this child yeah. grow and play. That's and, exactly and, and what compete. it should be. And it was beautiful. Like To me, that's where it's like, this is what it's all about. So all that other bullshit and drama that goes on the outside. I
0: see it, though, on all the teams. I see a lot of like favoritism towards... Um, Players certain of certain people. yeah, d- 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 I don't want to use the D word, but you know, what's the there's word? some uh, father ball going on.
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, in some instances, sure. And I'm talking about from freaking coach pitch to majors. Yes, like,
3: but that's going to happen in anything. Yeah, I I truly believe like anything, especially I don't know. I think like that's happening. With all the kids in baseball, basketball, soccer, football.
0: Why is it happening though? What happened to just like getting a coach that tells you how it is? You're not playing that position because you're not good enough. I'm sorry. End of story. Because, if you want to be good enough, practice harder. Because that. You're practicing an hour a day already? Okay, good. Practice three. Practice that four. Because
3: mentality went away with all the everyone gets a trophy. Ugh. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's where that happened. So, Little League, ASO, all these organizations have to now cater to, okay, Little Johnny has to play one inning on the outfield, one inning on the infield, one inning doing this. And a
0: certain age level, I'm okay with that.
3: But but as an organization, they have to carry that through. So, now you're seeing that implemented to a 12-year-old who has no – kind of place being there mm-hmm. playing pitcher or playing first base when they should be playing right field. They should be playing yes. left field if they're not putting in the effort. I agree with you. But I think as an organization they've been gone through the ringer so many times, especially like Aso, where it's like okay, your kid has to play two quarters. And I agree with that up until a certain age. It's kind of like club. Like when you go club, the reason why a lot of people here in Ladera go club, yeah, is because they don't want those rules.
0: Yeah, they don't they, want they parents don't having want any that. input over yes. the lineup. That's my that. biggest. That's my biggest. Yes. Like, uh, what is it? Like, right. um, that's you, they don't, no, my no. That's my biggest. Like, I'm jumping for joy when I think about my uh, son playing club baseball. Yeah. Is the fact that it'll actually be a real coach. And if my son is batting ninth, then I'll know he legitimately deserves yes. to be batting ninth.
3: So that's why a lot of people leave youth sports here. And, and in Which general, is but, fucking
0: sad because why, you know, could you have to leave youth sports here because certain parents have such a stronghold over it. It's like, I don't think see it's, that shit. That's like this shit that like just see, tears at my about freaking
3: an instance. I'm talking about as a whole youth sports.
0: Yeah. Cause they polluted it so bad because they're they've done it and then other parents saw them do it so, so year after year you get these I polluters see that in other cities these I see that polluters everywhere. yeah
3: and and i see that everywhere because i think like that's where the parents who are involved then they become this club and they become this group and and that's for me that's where i wanted to get involved because i'm like yeah dude i don't want that
0: happening see okay and i love that and i was always like super involved like my yeah. son didn't become the baseball player he is because of the coaches sure. he had i mean granted a lot of them you know helped and they're great yeah. coaches but i played with him religiously dude, I, still do i you, still see you yeah drop off chicken, all the freaking time sure, we got a, sure. we don't have gloves we got a bouncy ball bounce yeah. that ball 30 feet in the air we'll have a contest one-handed catch same yeah. glove hand like you know everything i i make a game and and fun and it's like And it's like before, you know, let's say 15 months ago, I didn't have the time or I didn't have not, I didn't, I I didn't have the time. I didn't have the life setup, I guess you could say to dedicate time to coach, even though in the past I'd always help out at any practices I could. And like I said, I I play with my kids religiously just because I thoroughly enjoy it and the sport um, yeah and them, like, i love the sport i love just teaching teach, them stuff yeah. and i love beating their ass and yeah. you know i love I, I can't wait until one day that they beat me yeah. and and you know and, and stand over yeah body, and do their shakalaka. dance and dance it up <laughs> yes dude i cannot wait for that day granted it might be 10 15 years <laughs> but uh but i can't i can't wait for that day but up until you know 15 months ago i didn't have the i guess capacity to coach yeah. so now like i really wanted to coach i've been around and like you know it's it's tough because of coaches that maybe have coached in the past or coaches that i've and but then i'm watching these teams play and i'm thinking like like why yeah. like what like how why you know and it's like and and i don't i don't i guess i'm not optimistic for next year and that's what bugs me the most is because i feel like you know um Who do we gotta grease up here to? And it shouldn't. I don't know, dude. I'm just on a high horse now, losing friends.
3: No, and I—I mean, it shouldn't be that way. And I guess the—the reality of it is—is it somewhat is that way? Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out how to play. What's
0: worse, soccer or baseball?
3: (sighs) Um, I think. Probably baseball. Yeah. Okay. But I'm in another league with soccer because I do the premiere and mm-hmm. I I'm coaching that, and so there's only two coaches. They all have to try out. They nice. Have to divide like out that. the teams. And yeah. So it's the competitive side of ASO, and so I love that. Um, you know,
0: but yeah, Kanan has a great little league coach this year.
3: Yeah, and the reality is, is everyone is still volunteer, right? So Mm -hmm.
0: people tend to, but I'm saying they're volunteer, but they're also volunteering because they freaking cut other people out. that wanted to, too. But
3: uh, yes. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm still like all the coaches that you see, like you said, you have a great coach this year. It's awesome. Like there's still good and bad coaches and it's going to happen no matter what. And that's kind of, for me, I'm like, that's why I wanted to be so involved. And I feel like it, for us, it was super important to try and get into a coaching group where, like, you know, both the coaches that I coach yeah, with, yeah they're yeah. rad dudes. And yeah, they know, they're get good along dudes. And, like, it, it's been a great journey for us to do it together. So, for me, it's hard to kind of understand a bad situation because mm-hmm. I haven't had one yet.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not saying, well, I've had some. I mean, yeah, we're not going to go into the. No, I had I, one. Yeah. We've had one. Sure. But, um...
3: And I'm not. Yeah, we're not bringing that up. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't have like all that negative. You're saying
0: you've got to coach when you've wanted to yeah, coach. Yeah, I've got to do that. I've got yeah. to be
3: there. So I don't under, I don't know that side. Sure. I didn't have to deal with that. Um, but I will say this, like,
0: but you see some favoritism going on in yeah. positions all the yeah. time.
3: And, and like again, that's why you know we were talking about joining the the HOA. Yeah. Because you want to get the skating thing. Like, change. You know, like,
0: yeah, I want change.
3: It, there's only one way to do it. Is I feel make like it happen, only you know? bad
0: things come from closing the skate park early. Yeah. Truly. I mean, I'm there frequently. I don't see kids smoking. I don't see kids drinking. I see them being idiots on their mini bikes and that's it. by idiots, I mean doing donuts. From, I yeah. Give them, if I was literally, I would give them that grass patch in front of the skate park and say, build jumps here, do your do whatever you want in this grass and, patch.
3: And for me, I agree 100%. I want the, like, I want e-bikes off every, Soccer baseball field like that should be not. Yeah, permitted. yeah. Give him a fucking dirt patch. I don't care. You're right. Give them the skate park area. There's nothing. Nothing's being played there. There's no team or anything that needs that grass. So, dude, I agree. I think the skate park is one of those outlets that the kids who want to be there. They're there working on a craft. And even if they're not skating for six hours, they're skating for two hours and hanging out. They're still in a confined area and you can see if there's empty bottles or sure. But yeah. cigarettes, and you
0: or never kind. do. And you never it, do. Like,
3: what are they doing? They're going to go do it somewhere else anyway. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So I don't know. All right. Nice. So let's see here. I got, I got a person that crapped their pants at work and never came back or a woman whose boyfriend wants to have a threesome. What do you want to hear about? Uh, well, I stumped you, huh? Yeah, because
3: those both are fun topics. Huh. You know, like someone crapping their pants, it's
0: hilarious. Alright, we're going with yeah, that. Let's go okay. Title. I crapped my pants at work and never came back. My wife still doesn't know the truth about why I suddenly became unemployed. <laughs> Okay. I can't believe I'm actually writing this out. Neither can I. Six years ago, I landed my dream job at my dream company and was doing amazingly well for myself. My wife was pregnant with our son at the time and everything really felt like it was falling into place. Although I was experiencing lots of success at work, there were times where internally I'd struggle really hard. I've had pretty bad anxiety my whole life But I've always been good at masking If you will On the outside it looked like I was this super ambitious Dedicated employee But on the inside I knew that that was the result Of trying to overcompensate for my anxiety issues This guy is like diagnoses himself way too hard Like don't Seriously. diagnose yourself so hard bro Just like chill Like yeah
3: just take some I was gonna say like Or some
0: mushrooms And just like get a third world view of yourself You know what I'm saying Like, Step out for a minute homie um, okay, so I was promoted into a managerial role after seven months and my team was awarded as most successful of the quarter. Here's where things fall apart. I have a sensitive stomach. Oh, man. And I also have issues with going number two in public restrooms. Those th- things do not mix well and with all existing anxiety. I had a pretty important meeting that I was leading out with a few VPs, directors present. I tried my best to get through it, but I had a terrible stomachache and decided to use the bathroom and needed to use the bathroom badly i was already nervous which made me need to go even more i started sweating bullets and 25 minutes into the presentation i lost complete control and crapped my pants in the middle of the meeting in front of so many people it was immediately <laughs> it was immediately obvious at what had happened let's see he says yeah it was immediately obvious what happened and then he basically says he runs out of the room and he never came back. Oof. I mean, dude, how do you, like,
3: that's a in front situation. of
0: everyone? Like, how do you do it in front of everyone? I don't get that.
3: You ever see the movie Van Wilder? Yes. Like, where he takes that X-lax or whatever ever it is. He's doing the test. I mean, that's the only time you should ever lose your bowel in front of anyone is if you took medicine and it is uncontrollable. Unless other than that you should be able to like why wouldn't you just excuse yourself? Exactly, dude. Like, you know what? Like look. I might have eaten something not good. I'll be right Yeah. Here. Yeah. Safe exactly.
0: Face. Exactly. He freaking he didn't lose <laughs> his job cuz he shit himself in the he yeah, all he had to do is walk outside the door and shit himself. Yeah. And then figure out an excuse. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I don't feel bad for that. That one wasn't as good, I don't feel bad for that.
0: All right, I definitely don't feel bad for this. My boyfriend, male 25, wants to have a threesome and is leaving me because I, female 23, didn't agree to it. As for what the title says, let's take a little recap. My boyfriend told me that he'd been thinking about having a threesome with one of his girlfriends. I was shocked about what he just told me. I thought I was good enough i thought i wasn't good enough in intimacy for him i told him i'd think about it and a few days later i didn't want to have a threesome my boyfriend got angry and started yelling at me for not agreeing with him and his friend he told me if i didn't agree with the threesome he would leave me our argument got bigger and he started getting physical and started throwing like this is just horrible right like no excuse for physicalness ever but just like what like is your boyfriend a freaking pimp or is he a boyfriend
3: what like kind of that's, drugs are involved with this? I know it's. That's, that's the question I have.
0: That's heavy. I'm. Yeah, it's. Uh,
3: it's a yes or no question. You can ask it. Yeah,
0: totally. Right. And I'm all you for right. that. Yeah, yeah like, I'm all for right. communicating with your spouse. 100%. Yes, you ever. Yes, yes or
3: no question. The answer. If you don't like it you can't react like that. No, (laughs) no. If you don't like it and it bothers you that much, walk away. I mean,
0: I'd be upset if my wife asked to have a threesome, you know, that's just one that's like, Oh, wow.
3: I mean, it's all, you know, it's always fun and games to think and joke and whatever, but it's like, yeah. For someone to sit you down and be like, this is what I'm thinking. That'd be a heavy conversation. Right. I mean, when you're 23, it's different, right? Like you're partying. It's, it's a whole different conversation, but for it to go that way now, that's, that's, yeah, not, it's unacceptable.
0: Cool. Yeah. Unacceptable. No, 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 no. Choix. All right. All right. Last little tidbit here. I mean, dude, I got so much, but we're, we're going to have to have you on for, for round two. Yeah, sorry. So I, t- I talk a lot. We no, it's good. It's all good. So existing home sales, it says sales in March, 360,000, that's the non-seasonally adjusted pace. we're 21.1 this is nationwide. We're 21.1 percent below sales in March of 2022, which we're at 456,000 average um, you know yearly average in sales. It says on a on a on that basis, sales were the lowest for March since 2014 and sales were only 18.4 percent above the record low for March in 2009. So there's just no home inventory out there. Very little home sales. It rates are so high. Buyers are locked in. Um, well, most
3: buyers got locked in, what, last year? Yeah, or his year rates, yeah with those or rates. So, like, the Fed should to never have let yeah. it get that
0: low. Yeah. So there's no, no, like, it's hard for people to step up. Yeah, you know? why would you? Yeah. And
3: then with this whole... You're not going to be getting that much more good. You're getting punished. (laughs) I
0: know dude, that's BS, right? Oh my God. BS.
3: I work hard. Well, F you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, wait, what do they say? They're going to punish. I thought if you have a, if it's your income, they'll give you a discount on your like electricity bills or something like that. I heard,
4: I didn't hear about FICO score.
3: Yeah. If your FICO score is 680 or above, you're paying a one or one and a half percent penalty on like a mortgage payment or something like that.
0: Whoa, whoa, retroactive?
3: No, 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 no. Like, if you're looking to buy a new home. Right now. If you're looking to buy a new home and you get approved and your FICO score is X amount, I don't know. Wow,
0: well, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah,
3: look, look it up. It's like, if you're under 620, you get like a 1.5% Discount. Wow. And if you're over 680, you pay a 1% penalty or something. Wow. Like that. Or 1% tax. Something like that. Oh, don't, don't quote me. I, I wash dishes for a
0: living. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, if anybody is looking to move to our glorious town, hit me up. Uh, oh, shoot. I didn't even leave my email address at the beginning of this. C Stein, C S T E I N 3 3 at iCloud.com. C Stein 3 3 at iCloud.com. I know of a house coming up for sale here soon. Nice little four bedroom about 2800 square feet i'm gonna say um i don't know it's a very dear dear friend so if that sounds like something you'd be into hit me up yeah yeah good good all right dude i'm gonna do one last you know little segment and then we're gonna wrap it but this is a little so something that's near and dear to my heart um as a human being is i'm a big um believer not believer um I like the idea of super... Like, okay, it's on my bucket list to see a ghost. Okay. But I don't know if I believe in ghosts. Does that make sense? I'll believe it when I see it type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be down to go, like, on a haunted exploration somewhere. I'd be down if you locked me in a supposedly haunted place okay. for a night. Maybe sure. I would never come out the same. Or maybe I'd be totally fine. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love paranormal. I love... Yeah. I, I don't... N- believe in aliens but i love like all the government secrecy and the potential cover-ups and you know i follow some of that i'm i believe in sasquatch i do believe in sasquatch okay um so yeah so this next section is you know i'm always uh, at lunch (laughs) and stuff just sometimes i just see stuff and There's a pretty good interview with two, I guess you could say, juggernauts in the ufology community. George Norrie, who do you know Coast to Coast Radio? 10 p.m. every night. It's been a staple in the radio world for you. Art Bell, does that name ring a bell? These are like old radio, like big personalities, big time guys. So George Norrie, he's also a reporter for Channel 6 in Vegas. Um, but a legit journalist not some uh-huh. freaking sure. wacko like we're talking legit award-winning journalist Been george nori forever. yeah and then richard dolan is the guy he's interviewing who's like one of the most I- well-respected yeah. figures in ufology yeah, yeah. I've heard that and um essentially do you know what the battle of los angeles is no nope. okay so back in the late 40s I'll just say my grandma remembers it. And she grew up in, she lived in Whittier pretty much all her life, which is 15 minutes outside of LA. You could take Whittier Boulevard straight into LA if you want. And um, she, you know, confirmed that this happened or she remembered this commotion, if that makes sense to you, but she didn't see anything. So hold on. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to buy time while I pull up this clip because I wasn't prepared enough to like have it on oh my shit already but we're gonna we're gonna listen to two minutes of audio because this is an event in ufology that uh i've always found fascinating and when they were talking about it the other day i'm like oh man i gotta play this on the show because i'm sure there's people that have no idea that this ever freaking happened or is a thing or even after they hear this i hope that they go on their own like war path and they look into it and then they're like you know what i'm saying so this is the battle of los angeles this happened in the late forties and 1455. Okay. And he's talking about, you yeah, I'll, just, I'll just play it.
2: Not, but anyway, I think people have heard that there was some sort of UFO event in, over LA back in the early forties. And indeed there was a significant UFO encounter in, uh, in February, 1942, just a few months after Pearl Harbor, the country was right on edge. There were Japanese uh, ships, you know, off the coast, periodically being seen, and on uh, one evening on February twenty fifth, uh, going into the twenty sixth, there were, on varying varying accounts, either one or some have said multiple objects that were in the sky that were seen uh, through field glasses by a lot of military personnel, and there were one thousand four hundred thirty rounds of artillery that were fired at this thing, and it, it-
0: pause, we fired live artillery at this thing
2: 1430 it never came down there was no recovery that was reported um the uh the military said uh, the u.s navy the next day said well it was war nerves whatever that means in other words apparently that there was nothing there um but there was something there um and, you know, officially what that something was is, is, has never really come down to us. I mean, there have been uh, some alleged leaked documents of unknown uh, un, untried provenance that uh, have said one thing or another. But what we really don't know, except that there was an event there that the U.S. military lied to the public about it. And uh, you really could say that the, the U.S. cover-up began not later than that, than that moment.
5: You have uh, General George Marshall writing to Franklin D. Roosevelt in, in some yeah. uh, a memo, right?
2: Yeah, and he said, you know, um, you know, speculating could these have been Japanese planes?
5: Uh, I think you said it's unidentified airplanes were probably over Los Angeles, is quoting the the memo. So exactly,
2: something yes, was exactly. Around. But but uh, it, you know, in Marshall's memo, he had no identification of those aircraft. That was the thing. So. These were literally unidentified flying craft, unidentified flying objects that were over Los Angeles. And, and what's interesting is, think about it. If, if these were airplanes and you're shooting over a thousand rounds of artillery at them, ding, ding, you're going to bring ding. them down. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it's going to come down. Uh, what we have is that one famous photograph of an object over Los Angeles. You've got these very, very intense beam, uh, search beams that are focused on a Beautiful object. photo. And, and you see the artillery, uh, you know, bursts around it, those little circular things. And you see this, you see this thing in the middle, and it sure as heck looks like a saucer type of an object. There's no other way to describe it other than that. Now,
0: Boom shakalaka.
3: How many times did you watch the movie Independence Day?
0: <laughs> oh, I loved it. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> right? I love that shit. But I think about that, too. Like, how gnarly would that be if... Oh, my God. Like, you know, right. I know. I, that, and I tell you, that's why I don't believe there's aliens out there, because what are they waiting for? Why haven't they crushed us yet? That's just that's just I mean, I guess I, I want to say human will, but that's just like the little people always crush the big people. Like, you know, a little bug is in our way. We freaking smush it. Right. Uh,
3: I don't know. Like, I. I'm probably 70, 30 that there are aliens out there and UFOs.
0: And they know about us.
3: I think it's more discovery. I don't know. Like, I go back and forth.
0: Like, why haven't they enslaved us yet?
3: I don't, I don't have that answer. You like, think they're what, a peaceful society? Yeah, like, what are they... What they're are evolved. They, what are they gaining? I mean, unless you can... Yeah, they're you know, just like,
0: evolved. They're all love.
3: Yeah, or like... I like that. How many people can come here on one spaceship? I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily think about it too much. But, like, yes, I, I believe that there's... Like, we can't be the only, only people out there. All
2: right. Hey. What is the All
3: right. Yeah, that's just my thought. But back on the ghost thing, mm-hmm. have you ever, like, I grew up in San Juan on, in a 73-year-old mansion. Oh, sick. And, like, three or four people had passed away in that house.
4: Wow. There's. That. Was it your family house? or?
3: It was a f- like it was one of our close families, like fa- like you know. Ranch. Wow! And there were four houses, and we lived in the oldest. And so there's definitely like a feeling of presence.
0: Really, when, when but you, you never saw anything.
3: You feel it, like like do you it,
0: feel scared, or do you feel like
3: not necessarily? Like I I just remember like there were certain. Moments and I can't necessarily pinpoint them right now, but like there's definitely moments where you're like in a room or you you just kind of feel this presence where you're like, I don't, I don't feel alone and it's not like scared or mm-hmm. awkward. You're just like, oh.
0: So do you believe that ghosts have the power to like scratch you and hurt you?
3: I don't think they have the power to do any of that. I just feel like they like, I, I don't know how much I believe in ghosts, but I definitely feel like spirits and presences are there.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying I you know, don't like, believe it. Yeah. I'm just saying I I need evidence.
3: But I don't. I don't and I would love to search for it. Like yeah. if somebody
0: wants to invite me to their haunted house, please. Yeah, I don't physically please. know
3: if you can see one. I don't believe that. I don't believe you really. can physically see. It. But I also feel. Like yeah,
0: I don't know. But there's there's research out there that says you can, or people.
3: Do you ever have like those deja vu or like those moments in your life where you're like, I've experienced this, or like, yeah, I've seen this. In my future, I don't know. Yeah, or
0: you have a dream and you're speaking, like, perfect French.
3: Yeah, I get... I, I'm, I dream heavy and deep. So, like, I I definitely feel like there's...
0: Do you believe What is that, like, astral projection? Ah, uh, no. You know what that shit is? Yeah, I've okay. heard about that kind of
3: stuff. Okay. I'm not there, but, like, I definitely feel like, you know, there, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. You yeah. know, like, there's just...
0: There's, there's too much shit, dude. Too much like shit. mind control, <laughs> yeah, CIA. Like,
3: dude, there's just too much out there that you like. There's no, there's no answers yet. None.
0: The CIA has them. The CIA knows everything. I think they know. way They know everything, more dude. Everything. For sure. Oh, and last clip is about the CIA. Then we're getting so out of here.
2: Sadly, I didn't know if he would make it. He's I was
0: interviewing this guy on his deathbed. Okay. But his
2: story was simple. In the late 1950s. He worked – he was with the U.S. Army, and I have his military records. I have his DD-214, which shows he was in the U.S. Army uh, during that period of time. What he then said is that he was recruited via the Army into the CIA, uh, not as a direct employee per se, but I don't know what the exact type of arrangement. He had a boss who was a CIA station chief. He worked under this guy, and there – his job was to initially to receive UFO reports coming in from Europe – Um, Now, that actually makes perfect sense to me. Europe um, would be a domain of the CIA. We do know CIA did collect UFO reports from Europe. He said, that's what I did. He said he saw photographs of landed saucers. One photograph, he said, actually had an alien, what seemed like an alien being in Italy. And then he said it got a little crazier, that he and his boss were asked – or his boss was asked by President Eisenhower – this is the very late 1950s to investigate Area 51. Why? According to what this man said, Ike had tried and failed to get information about the ET-related program at Area 51, was frustrated with the lack of response, and wanted these two to go. And if he didn't get a good answer from them, he was going to send in the U.S. Army (laughs) to invade Area 51. This is exactly what this man said. You
0: only need to know basis Eisenhower, and you don't even know.
2: my eyebrows probably went into my hairline. I was just like, are you kidding me? Um, he had a lot more to say about his trip there, about what he saw. He, he said he saw a Roswell Craft. He said he saw a, a live being behind a glass. What? Even, and more. Now, here's the thing. He had a um, lot of morphine. I don't in believe him. this man is a liar. I don't believe he was in any way intentionally fabricating anything.
0: He just liked his morphine. I,
2: I think he might even have been truthful about something like that. I, I don't know. Drip. The problem that I have with this is it's one man's story.
0: I have no. Thank you, Dolan. One man's story. But those stories are out there, dude, and you get them. I just love the deathbed confessions because it's like, what the hell does yeah. the, somebody on their deathbed have to lose? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, the last one, this is only like a minute and something seconds. But this is, you know, it George Bush. Did you know George Bush is like months, a gnarly printer or painter designer, or something? He's really a good painter. Uh, so, designer, so I guess he's yeah, a really like good like, painter. But like, <laughs> this is Jimmy Kimmel entering about a book he released. But it does nothing. this is called Portraits of Courage. And we will go through this and talk about
5: some of the veterans that you painted and you wrote about. But first, I want to ask you, this is a question that I think is very important to me and very important to the country. When you were in office, and I don't know when this happened or if it happened, did you go through the secret files, the UFO documents? (laughs) Because if I was president, that'd be the first thing I did. You know, it's funny. My daughters asked the very same question. They did? Yeah. Would you be allowed to tell your daughters what was in those files? Uh, No. You would not? No. Now that you're out of office, you can do anything (laughs) you want, right? True, (laughs) yeah. Uh, but I'm not telling you. You're not telling
4: <laughs> me. <laughs> you're not
5: telling me what? Are you not telling me that you looked at them? I'm not telling you nothing.
0: It's a film six really years there ago.
5: Secrets that you know that you can't share with people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are. Oh, uh, and you never write about them. No. Maybe at a time in your life, no. you're like, oh, I'm 90, I'm gonna do it. No. No. no, no. no nothing.
0: No what yeah. if you what if you were to get like a little like loopy you know you get old and yeah, i've been there no <laughs> secrets came out
4: <laughs>
0: uh, gnarly huh gnarly yeah. all right dude so okay real quick where can people like get your great cooking or like how do they get a hold of you
3: oh sh- chef underscore kyle k-i-e-l at that's my Instagram. And then I have produce chef
0: cake. underscore Kyle K I E L. Yep. Okay.
3: Uh, and then produce catering, which is produce underscore catering on Instagram. Nice. Um, yeah, I do meals three days a week here in Ladera where people pick them up at my garage.
0: I need to start doing that.
3: Um, and then we do in home dinner, cooking classes, weddings, funerals. If it involves food, I will be there.
0: Say so I- you heard him on Stein time and he'll give you yeah. big fat hug (laughs) he'll do something (laughs) i'll do some the steiny discount discount. yeah you just say hey steiny sent me (laughs) steiny sent me and you just you got that no for real bro thank you it's been been an absolute pleasure i loved it a lot of fun and um yeah dude you're the man you're the man um yeah thank you hold on i lost the song i'm like oh i know because there's so many things we didn't talk about and you know, I got a little crazy there. I'm sure my wife's going to be like, why did you say that? I feel like if I feel like if I don't get at least one of those from her per episode, though, then I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, hey, dude. I, I right? do that with my food. <laughs> with hey. My wife.
3: Thank you, bro. You're the man. Let it, buddy.